talk about specific things that moms can do right away as we go back to school. And it's okay if you started school today or tomorrow, by the time you listen to this, you've still got time. You know, there's yeah. several weeks here. But number one, you guys are going to laugh, clean their room. <laughs> Welcome back to the Lost Hour of Parenting. We have Kim Cross here, and I. my name is Brittany Warstel. We are here to help educate, entertain, and encourage regarding all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you are doing and why, so you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children along the way. Thank you so much, Brittany. I can't believe it. So this is our second podcast together. Mm -hmm. So welcome back. Thanks. You didn't scare me away. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> so our topic today is called back to school. So what reaction do you have or what do you think about when I say it's back to school time? <laughs> a little overwhelming with all the Ugh, with all the needs that you have to do to get your kids prepared and the amount of money school supplies are, and then just getting them mentally prepared. I mean, I feel like I have to start earlier and earlier every year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not really fond of the time restraints school gives me, <laughs> but it's good. It's good. All right. Well, obviously mine are grown adults now, so I don't, I'm not impacted by the back to school thing anymore, but I know so many of our listeners are obviously. And so I, I wanted to say before we get into today's topic that I did a similar podcast called School Readiness. Mm -hmm. um, highly recommend listeners that you go back and listen to that because it was absolutely jam-packed and loaded with some great tips about maturity, brain health, the impact of teachers and parents on school, so much more. And the great news is, is that this podcast, The Lost Art of Parenting, is now on our FH app. So super easy to access. So thank you, Brittany. Of course. It's also at, on YouTube. So The Lost Art of Parenting. But go back and, do, and listen to that school readiness. Similar topic, but different. So we're going to be a little bit different content today in our Back to School podcast, which we're actually going to cover some really specific, practical things that we can do as moms to get our kids kind of starting off the year right, and then also what to do to get them to that finish line uh, in May or June of next year. So I thought I'd start with kind of a fun story. Something I did with my kids every single year from kindergarten uh, through when they launched to college. And we would have what was called rooftop tacos. Okay. We would literally have tacos and eat them on the roof of our house. Oh, that's cute. And the reason we did it was to get a new perspective of the year ahead from kind of a uh, higher elevation, right? Kind of get the big picture. Bird's eye view. Oh, my goodness. And I, I can't recommend you all do this because I don't want anybody to fall off the roof and get hurt. <laughs> so I'm not saying go on the roof with your kids. Please hear me on that. But you can get in a car and you can drive to a viewpoint and you can go to a place where you can get a similar result, which is to have one-on-one -on -one time with your kids and talk about what's ahead. What are your goals? What are you looking forward to? What makes you nervous? What makes you excited? And just kind of 
set some goals, not just academically, but personally for the upcoming school year and to think about it. Big picture. It was very impactful. My kids still talk about it. Oh, I'm sure it was. So, Everybody wants to eat a taco on the roof. Yeah, but again, <laughs> not not recommending this at home unless you have a nice, safe place. Um, you can drive again to a view. Um, what are what some stories or things, traditions that you did? Um, similar. We just didn't eat on the roof, but <laughs> I take my kids school supply shopping one at a time. Okay. And when we go, we they can pick their store. We usually end up going to two. And um, we pray over it as we go. And then when we're there, we have those same conversations. Like, what are your goals? How do you need me to support you? Do you want to do things on your own first? Um, And then I always make it a goal to meet their teacher and be their teacher's friend. Because they also need support. Yes, they do. And they're with your kids more than you are during the week in the school season. So if you two can be, I don't want to say co-parents, but kind of co-parents, the whole school year is going to go better for them. And they're going to learn more. I love that you take your kids individually. It's one-on-one time with mom. You just mm-hmm. focus on their list, their concerns, their excitement, their yes. needs. That's beautiful. Good well, job. Competition's strong in our family. So <laughs> one-on-one is the way to go. It's easier for everybody. <laughs> well, I, we're going to talk about specific things that moms can do right away as we go back to school. And it's okay if you started school today or tomorrow by the time you listen to this. You've still got time. You know, there's... Yeah several weeks here, but number one, you guys are going to laugh, clean their room. Mm -hmm. I just had clients today where I asked, well, what is your child's room condition? And they just rolled their eyes and went, you don't want to know. And I said, (laughs) I'm sure I already know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kids' brains are impacted by the chaos in their environment. And if the room's a mess, the backpack is a mess, the desk is a mess. I I always say, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Clean their room. And if it's this weekend, spend the time gut the room, (laughs) take everything out, go through their clothes, go through their desk, sort, organize, donate, toss, replace, whatever, and then ask them to maintain it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It needs to be presentable, but get that done. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number two, go through their closet, their dresser, all those things. Number three, get a calendar. Oh my gosh. I say this all (laughs) the time. Paper calendar on the wall so they can see the day, the week, and the month at a glance, literally. And they can put down deadlines and things coming up for school and dentist appointments and sporting things start to get them to own their own schedule and own what's coming up. Mm -hmm. It's really good for their brain. Number four, chores. I have a whole session on that, but (laughs) that needs to be part of homework and school, back to school. Yeah, I agree. Chores and homework, very much related. And then uh, schedule for bedtime. And let's talk about that. Schedule for going to bed and waking up. How hard is that when we start to school? <laughs> um, I, with my kids, it's always easier. I am that parent that's like, okay, we got to train. So, so two weeks, weeks before. Good, good. Except for this year, I kind of slacked off. But usually <laughs> it's about two weeks before and we will start going to bed on time. We'll do our routine. We'll read our books. We'll say our prayers, get their water bottles because they're still going to get up yep. one or two times before they fall asleep. But just getting it prepared without the school stress on top of it, I feel like helps them. And that sleep pattern takes a while to adjust. Mm -hmm. And we here in Idaho, it's light, late. So blackout curtains, always an option. Highly recommend it. Sleep masks. But yeah, getting those kids on that routine of going to bed earlier, waking up earlier so they get sufficient sleep, it's huge, right? Yeah. Good for you for most of the time starting early. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time. (laughs) Um, Limits on screens, folks. Get your kids off of screens and make sure that you limit. You're going to be 
a little shocked when I say this, maybe limit their friends during the week. I've said this before in a podcast. Peers have too much of an impact on kids today, in my professional opinion. So they're in school six hours a day. They're in sports. They're with their peers six to eight hours a day. Monday through Thursday, at least, after school, they should not be with peers beyond school or sports. They should be at home. They should be spending time with their parents, doing homework, doing chores, doing projects, doing games with their having fun and connecting with adults. They have plenty of time with peers. They so, do have a lot of time with peers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my old saying, work before play, always. Always. So now you're shifting from summer and a lot of play time mm -hmm. to work time and find a balance, but work is done before play. I mean, even during the summer, like you should still be mowing your yard and still doing your chores. Cleaning and your if room. if you want a whole day to play, get up early. That's right. Do it. That's right. <laughs> work before play all day long. Any other things you do to get your kids ready um, for the back to school? I just try process? to, I try to just make it fun. None of these things have to be led with fear or shame or negativity. It can all be led with fun. And as a parent, you're the only one that knows what's going to bring that smile out, a genuine, real smile. And I think you need to tailor it to each kid's individuality. Like my kids decided to swap rooms the three days before school started. And I said, okay, here's your deadline. And they did it. Awesome. Um, but, and I was like, I'm not doing it. You guys are old enough. You do it. But they owned it and they loved it. And now they're proud of their space. And now they're excited for their first day of school. That's beautiful. Yeah. Our brains learn when we are not stressed because shame, guilt, intimidation, anger, stress, all those things shuts the brain down to learning. So it's like you're doing, you're navigating it well. It still can be a serious subject, but it doesn't have to be intimidation or right. stressful, right? Yeah, great. So some general things that we can do as parents, uh, moms and dads throughout the year to make sure that our kids stay up with the accountability and the responsibility of schoolwork and the pressures of school and the excitement of school. Number one, um, again, chores. Chores are directly related to homework and work ethic. So kids who have chores do better in school. We Research plays that out. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you have your kids have chores, they have a deadline, and that you change those up. I call it quarterly. So every three months, they get a new chore list to kind of mix it up. I do it quarterly, not weekly, because parents do not have time to maintain yeah, I'm not gonna do it weekly. that change every <laughs> week. Forget it. It's, these belong to the kids, not the parents. But quarterly gives them a chance to get sick of it and welcome to life and chores and mm -hmm. jobs and everything else. We get sick of it sometimes. But then we change it up so we get new skills maintain their bedroom at a certain level. Don't let it get so bad that it's overwhelming and it's chaos, right? right. Same with their desk. Um, help your kids manage stress. You know your kids well enough to where you start to see maybe they're not sleeping as well. They're getting a little snarky. They're emotional. They're getting depressed or real quiet. They're shutting down. Um, sit down and ask them, how are you doing? You as a person, not just school. Right. School's a factor, but it's also the social stuff, the social media, all that other stuff, baggage that can come with that. Manage it. Okay. Um, what do you need from me? Are you overwhelmed? How can I help you be successful? What do we need to add or take away from your plate to help you have time to manage that? But be aware of it. Okay. Don't ignore it because it's not going to just go away. Right. And model it. And model and it. To go back to your limiting screen times. Um, 
they're going to copy you. Absolutely. So if you're on your phone, but you tell them only 30 minutes after school or whatever you decide to do, they're not going to do it if you're not doing it. Yeah, you're binge watching nine hours of TV a weekend. You're right. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, the calendar, help them manage that calendar. Hey, what's on your list for tomorrow when you tuck them into bed? What's going on this weekend? What are you looking forward to? What things do we need to be prepared for? What's coming up? What do you need to study for, turn in, finish? Mm -hmm. Those things help that brain manage what's ahead and keep them on track and be responsible for some of their own things because it is their homework. It is their their responsibility. We care, but we can't take that load or that responsibility from them, right? Um, manage the chores, the homework, and the playtime. Make sure you find a balance for your kids. Again, going back to managing stress. Does your family have an outlet in the evening where they can kind of let their hair down? They can laugh and giggle and play and move. Um, has nothing to do with being on screens or on a computer homework or anything like that. Do you have something to look forward to on the weekends? Even if it's for an hour, something fun, right? Setting goals with kids is great, but a lot of times parents will only do that for school or sports. They won't do it on a personal level. Mm, yeah. So if a child needs to make new friends or needs to change a bad habit or uh, needs to accomplish something that they've wanted to do as a hobby or um, an arts and crafts project or anything, make sure that those goals are emotional, psychological, personal, not just um, academic. Right. Right. Like a score it's not, sheet. It's not just the grade we're looking at. We're Correct. looking at your child as a whole human being. That's right. That's right. And remember, grades are not yours, parents. They belong to your kids from day one. You're still interested. You're still involved. You're still caring. They're still important. You make that all very clear, but it's their responsibility to own those grades and take care of things as much as age allows and maturity allows and ability allows, but don't take them over as yours. It's, it's a big mistake. I have a whole podcast on that. Yeah. And also it saves you midnight trips to the store to buy a poster board because they're not going to have one and it only takes one time to mess that up. And they will learn. Mm -hmm. I need to and be prepared. And they will still graduate to the next grade. It's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grades don't count till <laughs> high school. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure everybody's excited out there um, about school starting, whether it's today or tomorrow, uh, depending on the school district. Some schools are next week. And some are next week. Yeah. Um, but it's it's an exciting time. It's a memorable time. It's, you know, benchmarks. It's it's really awesome stuff. But we also have to make sure we as parents don't get too personally involved, but we're still supportive. Don't get too disconnected where they feel like they're out on their own. It's a, it's a fine line to walk. But back to school should be a joyous time, um, a time for families to celebrate and to set goals and, and celebrate those accomplishments. Yes, yeah, school can definitely be fun, especially when the parents are walking with their children and not above their children. Yeah, right? not ahead or not behind. into it. Yeah. But if you guys have any more questions or concerns about this, you can go visit Kim's website, rethinkparenting.com. Um, also, her next parenting class here at Foothills Church in Boise, Idaho starts September 17th. So you can email her, kim at foothills.org, to be registered. This is the last series of the year, and it's so good. Highly recommend you take her course. She will cover how to raise children who are respectful and responsible, how to set limits with your kids so they listen the first time, how to enforce limits while maintaining a healthy relationship with your children, 
how to implement chores, how to manage stress and conflict, and so much more. This is a perfect time to take the class as you settle in after the new year. Thank you all for joining us today. Next week, we're going to have a special guest. We're going to have two Kims. So we may have to go by last names. <laughs> Kim Cross and Kim we're, Peek. We're going to talk about the Barbie movie and what it may or may not be teaching your children, even if you don't see it. Yeah, I'm excited for this. this it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be the three of us. So yes, looking forward to great. having Kim here. Yes. Well, thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks, everybody.